Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for Tuesday, the 4th of October. Final exhibition game is tonight. Flyers will be back at Wells Fargo Center this evening at 7 o'clock to take on the New York Islanders. And then nine days from now, the regular season will kick off as the Flyers will drop the puck on the 22-23 season against the New Jersey Devils. And training camp about over. I guess we'll get the final cuts tomorrow. I thought we would have got some cuts yesterday, but with some of the uncertainty, if you will, around the roster from an injury standpoint. Uh, perhaps there's a delay till tomorrow, and maybe the final cuts will come then. Uh, usually for this last preseason game, it is a pseudo-dress rehearsal, uh, but John Tortorella, Tortorella kind of referred to that as not a possibility right now with some guys dinged up and dealing with some injuries, and they'll welcome that nine days before the regular season uh, to get the full lot on the ice or as close to uh, the full group on the ice for the start of the season. Uh, but some guys just have not been able to get out there in the preseason. The guys like Cam Atkinson, obviously Carter Hart as well. And some guys have only seen one game. We'll see who's in the lineup tonight. Ivan Provorov saw one game. So did Travis Konechny. So important for these guys to get ready. You'd like to get at least two preseason games in per player. But uh, if that's not possible, they'll have to deal with it as best they can. Now, going into this season... I was looking at the Las Vegas over-unders to see where they're projecting the Flyers and other teams and, you know, where were those teams last year. The Flyers over-under on percentage points or points on the season is 73.5. We know that they finished last year with 61 points, which was the fourth lowest in the NHL. Seattle had 60, Arizona 57, and the Montreal Canadiens had 55. Coming into this season, the lowest, like I said, was 55 with the Montreal Canadiens. Their over-under this year is 72.5, only one point less than the Flyers. Uh, When you look at a team like the Chicago Blackhawks, who we know going into this season have sold off some pieces, whether that's Kirby Dock or Alex Dabrinkit, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks had 68 points last season, and they come into this season with an over-under of 66.5. And... When I was looking at some of these numbers and Columbus, for example, the Blue Jackets who got Johnny Gaudreau, their number goes up to 80 and a half. And last year, the Columbus Blue Jackets had 81 points. So kind of flat for them. So these numbers kind of have me scratching my head a little bit. But the point is, is with the Flyers at 73 and a half, and we've been talking quite a bit about, you know, how do we stay sane in this season and the big thing is, is that you've got to come out with this, of this season with something. And I'll be interested to get people's comments on this. And you can hit me on Twitter, uh, at Jason Mert, J-A-S-O-N-M-Y-R-T. You can shoot me a tweet or send me a, a DM. But I want to get people's thoughts on this because, you know, one of the notions this offseason, one of the big notions the moment they hired John Tortorella was that Torts was going to come in this year And he was going to make them too good. Not too good. Better than they are, uh, which was going to not help them long term. But, you know, Torts is a guy that pushes teams hard, gets a lot out of them. But in really looking at it, kind of under a microscope and not from a macro point of view, what Torts does in year one with teams, his first full season with teams, in a way is tear it down. 
not tear it down and sell off all these pieces. But what he does is he comes in and he figures a lot out. Who's part of the solution? Who's part of the problem? Who's the guys that I can use as foundational building blocks? And who are the guys that are redundant or won't work? Because everywhere he's gone in year one, it hasn't been a good year. It's been a year where they've missed the playoffs. And it's year two and beyond where he built something. Now, when you come in and you take a job, whether it was the job that he took in Tampa in 2000, or whether it was the job he took with the New York Rangers in 08, or the job he took in Vancouver, or the job he took in Columbus, if it's a new coaching staff, you're probably taking over a team that's not in a great spot. Otherwise, the previous coaching staff would still be there. That's the presumption. But so Torts comes in, and in his first full season in 0102 with the Tampa Bay Lightning, Torts' team goes 27, 40, and 11. 27, 40, and 11. 69 points in the standings. And the next year, he comes back, and that season in 0203, his team goes 36, 25, and 16, and 5. This is before OTLs. Uh, they finish first in the division, and they win around to the playoffs. They play 11 playoff games that all season. The next year, uh, in 0304, we know what happens that year. They go 46, 22, 8, and 6, 106 points. They win the division. They play 23 playoff games. They beat the uh, Calgary Flames and win the Stanley Cup. So, okay, let's go to the first year in New York. Even beyond that, the next two years, they come in second place in the division, and they go to the playoffs. And then eventually, in year number six, or seven rather, in Tampa, is his last year. They go 31-42-9, and and they finish in fifth, and Torts is out of Tampa. All right, so he goes to the New York Rangers. He goes and takes over the Rangers in his first full season that year. He goes, well, he picked up kind of midseason in 21 games. They went 12-7-2, but uh, they were out of the mix at that point. So really his first full season with the Rangers in 82 games, they go 38-33-11, 87 points. They finish out of the playoffs. Obviously, they get knocked out on the last day of the season against the Flyers in the shootout. Ole Jokinen is stopped in the shootout by Brian Boucher. Uh, the next year, 10-11, that's where Torts goes 44-33-5, and 5, 93 points. They finish third, they get to the playoffs, and they get knocked out in the first round. Then the next year, they win the division, play 20 playoff games. The next year after that, they come in second in the division. They go to the second round. So, again, the same pattern. Year one, no playoffs, but then multiple seasons in the playoffs. Four straight years in the playoffs in Tampa and won a cup. Three straight years in the in New York and got to a conference final. Then he goes to Vancouver for a year. That flames out quickly. So we head to Columbus now, 2015-16. He takes over the Columbus Blue Jackets. In that season, 75 games, 34-33 and 8, 76 points, no playoffs. 16-17, the next season, 50-24 and 8. 108 points, third, they go to the playoffs. Then they go to the playoffs for the next one, two, three, four years, and they win two rounds of the playoffs. So the Columbus Blue Jackets go four straight years to the playoffs, the Rangers three straight years, 
and four straight years for the Tampa Bay Lightning, all after year one of a full season of not making the playoffs. Again, taking over a bad team, but what Torts does in year one is a lot of what he just talked about the other day. That's the coaching of the mind and a lot of dissection and a lot of fact-finding on the right pieces to build a hockey team, as he sees, the right way. So when I looked at that and I looked at that number 73.5, I'm not even going to hearken to guess on that 73.5 points. I would never put smart money on a bet that I don't have enough knowledge about, inside knowledge about. I don't know what this Flyers team is going to be this year. I know it's a lot more difficult without Sean Couturier. That's a fact. And I don't know how long he's going to be out for. And I don't know what he's going to be like when he comes back. I hope he comes back, and I hope he's close to Selkie winning Sean Couturier. But do I know that can happen? No. Do I know when he's going to be back, if he'll ever get back to the level? No. Do I know that Kevin Hayes will be healthy all year? He's looked really good in this preseason, moving better than he has in the last couple of years. But there's those question marks. Do I know exactly when Joel Farabee's coming back and that he won't be bothered at all, having not played in the preseason, having an offseason surgery? No. Do I know what players and their level of importance will be that are going to have great success under John Tortorella and move forward with this team and maybe refine, you know, reignite their game, take their game to the next level, or what players may not fit under John Tortorella? I don't know those answers. So how can I put an educated bet on a 73.5 point total? All I can go by is the history of what John Tortorella has done in his career. And in year one of a full season, in all of those stops, and they were all significant stops in Tampa, in New York, and obviously with Columbus. Year one was always about finding who was part of the solution and who was part of the problem. And in those three instances where he coached multiple seasons, he seems to have done that. Again, he won the cup in Tampa with that approach. He went to a conference final with the New York Rangers, playing 20 games in that playoff season with that approach. And he went to the playoffs four straight years in Columbus with that approach and beat the Tampa Bay Lightning in round one. So, you know, when you talk about this Flyers team and, you know, there's a lot of fans right now with a lack of faith and feeling like a lack of direction is there. And you're entitled to have that feeling. But do you have faith in John Tortorella? Because he's been in this situation on three occasions. Pretty identical. All three of those teams were really in a, de- in a depressed state. Were not in good shape when he took them over. But he turned them around very quickly. But it wasn't year one. Like we talked about a lot this offseason. He's going to make them better right away. They're going to be a bubble team. He didn't make those other teams bubble teams. He wasn't there in year one to make them a bubble team. He was there in year one to assess what they had to see who's part of the solution and who's part of the problem. And that's going to be the case here. Chuck Fletcher maybe used the term a year of stabilization. That's what comes out of this year. 
So do you believe that John Tortorella can do the same thing here he did in Tampa? I don't mean winning the cup, but getting this team, finding out the right pieces that need to stay, finding the right pieces that fit and don't fit, and then putting this team as a perennial playoff team with a window? Because he did it in Tampa, he did it in New York, and he did it in Columbus. You may say Columbus was never a cup contender. Okay, that might be fair. They did go to the playoffs four straight years. And it's not about going to the playoffs. It's about arcing to a championship. I totally agree. I know you're saying that right now under your breath. So do you believe, do you have faith that John Tortorella, that his history and what he's done at three stops will be repeated here in Philadelphia? Again, tweet me or DM me at Jason Murd on Twitter. And let me know your thoughts on that. I'll read some of them maybe in tomorrow's episode. But I'd be interested in people's thoughts on that. Do you have the belief that Torts can do that again? All right, Flyers back at it tonight against the Islanders. Final exhibition game. We'll bring you uh, a recap of that in tomorrow's episode and much more. Everybody have a great Tuesday. Enjoy the game tonight. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand new Flyers game. 